Hey everybody, welcome back for another episode of the Be Yourself Podcast with your boy and favorite podcast host in these podcast streets, Tariq Farrington. Yes, sir. Welcome back for another episode. I am happy to be here, excited to be back, and I'm excited to have you back. If it's your first time, welcome to the Be Yourself Podcast. Like I said, if you are a recurrent and, and consistent listener, thank you so much for joining us for another episode. But I first want to say this before I get started. When you're listening to this, you're listening to this on a Friday. Well, I would hope because, you know, I put these episodes out every single week. That's if you didn't know. But I put these episodes every single week and I am recording this episode prior to the week that you are listening to it. So I'm recording this on a Friday. I just dropped an episode um, called Healthy Conversations and I'm recording this episode right now because I just feel an overflow, right? I feel an overflow of this message. I feel like someone needs this message because I needed this message a few minutes ago. I was, you know, sitting down, well, standing up, pacing the floor, thinking to myself. And when, I, when I'm thinking to myself, I'm, t- I'm actually talking to myself. I don't care how crazy you think that is. I'm talking to myself, right? Um, hopefully we all do it. But I talk to myself often because I encourage myself often. Um, I'm a very um, aware person, aware of my surroundings, aware of my actions, aware of my life. Um, so I'm self-aware, I guess you can call me. And I was just thinking about how we treat believing in ourselves like it's something to play with, like, like we treat it like so cliche. We think that when someone gives us a message, when someone encourages us and say, hey, All you have to do is believe in yourself. That statement is so vague that we overlook the power of that statement. But the reason I am here today speaking to you and the reason you are listening to my podcast weekly today, it started with me believing in me. Oh my God, I am so passionate about this. I I wouldn't be on here if I didn't know this message was from somebody. And And I want you to stick with me. For the entire podcast episode, I know that it's so vague and it's so cliche, the statement to just believe in yourself, but we're going to get to it and I'm going to break it down. But like I was saying, the reason why I'm here today is because it started with me believing in myself. I didn't wait on anybody's validation. I didn't wait on anybody to believe in me. I didn't wait on anybody to see me. I didn't wait on anybody to um, reassure me and validate me that this is your purpose. This is your calling. This is what God has called you to do. I knew what God has called me to do from since I was about five, six years old. And that was to speak. That was to preach. That was to encourage. That was to inspire. And that was to motivate. I knew that before anybody else in my family knew that. Nobody said that this little boy is going to be this, this little boy is going to be that. I knew it before anyone else knew it. And when I felt this calling on my life, it was so unusual, right? 
it was so unusual. It was weird to me, but I believed what God had put in my spirit at a very young age. You know, obviously I couldn't um, believe what God has put in my spirit at five, six years old, but I knew it was a calling from five, six years old. It felt like one. And when I was about like nine, 10 years old, that's when I started to actually um, see it and understand it more. But I want to break down this statement. Believe in yourself. It is so vague. It is so cliche. And because it is so vague and cliche, we think that believing in ourselves is just thinking the best about ourselves. We believe that believing in ourselves means just affirming yourself every day. We think that believing in ourselves is just patting yourself on the back every single day or having this thought that you are him or you are her. That is not what believing in yourself is. That's a part of it. But holistically, that is not what it is. Just how love is an action word and love is shown in action, belief in yourself is an action word too. Belief is an action word as well. Your actions, the things that you do, have to align with what you say. It have to align with what you believe about yourself. So if you are feeling so empowered, encouraged, and motivated to work on your purpose, to work on your craft, to work on your calling, you have to back it up with action. You have to back it up with work. You can't just think about it. You can't just think about your dreams and think about your goals and think positively about them. Thinking positively about what God has shown you or thinking positively about your goals, your dreams, and your aspirations is not going to get the job done. Neither is it going to get you any closer to where you believe that you are going to be. So when you say that, I believe in myself, your actions have to back up your words. Your actions have to back up these butterflies that you keep on feeling about your dreams and your goals. That is true belief in yourself. Because you can tell by someone's worth ethic, work ethic if they believe in themselves or not. Someone could tell you or bring you a business idea or bring you um, what they believe their purpose is in life and you will never see them work on it. And they will tell you that they believe in it and they believe in God, and they believe in themselves, but that is never backed up by their actions. That means that they do not believe in themselves. That's what they're telling you. And I hope that you're not that person. But I know for sure that it's many of us that read all kind of books, listen to all kind of motivational speeches, I mean, we listen to 10 different podcasts, watch all kinds of motivational, motivational videos. We have all of the encouragement that we need to go and start, but we don't believe in ourselves. And here's the thing about believing in yourself. If you don't believe in yourself, how do you expect other people to believe in you? How? How do you expect other people to believe in you when you don't even believe in yourself? So believing in your dreams and your goals, it obviously 
starts with you. And I want to say this truth because I don't want it to, I don't want to make it seem like immediately when you start believing in yourself and your actions start aligning with your belief in yourself and your dreams and your goals, that means automatically people are going to support you and believe in you and rooting for you. No, dog. Nah. People are not going to believe still. You may have people there next to you or closest to you who will support you, but there will be people that will watch you work hard. There will be people that watch you grind and watch you get after it and watch you struggle and watch you get it out the mud and they will not believe in you. They wouldn't put one ounce of trust in you and that's okay because your belief in yourself cannot be predicated or reliant on the support that you get from others. I'm telling you this from experience because I didn't wait on anybody to validate me or to tell me to start a podcast. I wanted to start a podcast before I even know what a podcast was. I wanted to start a podcast before I even know how to structure one, before I even had the equipment to record one, before I even know how to upload it to all of these streaming platforms. I knew that I wanted a podcast. I knew that I wanted a long form way to speak and connect with an audience that I didn't even have. But I knew that that was the dream. I knew that that was the goal. Here is the thing. Before you were here, before you were ever listening to me, I was recording. I didn't wait on anybody to start recording because I have to first put out material for people to notice what I'm doing. And here's the thing. I would look at my stats every single week and it would be zero. And you know why I didn't quit? You know why the numbers didn't bring me down and, and, and make me depressed? Because I was just starting. I was starting something new and I believed in myself and I knew that I was putting in the work. And belief in myself was shown. I truly believed in myself. I came back week after week after week after week and I recorded episodes like I was speaking to hundreds of people. Like people was actually listening. The same way that I'm speaking now, you can go back to episode one, two, three, four, five. I was interviewing people. I was speaking um, to myself on this microphone like I'm speaking to someone. With nobody cheering me on, with nobody saying congratulations, with nobody putting their belief in me, with nobody giving me validation, with nobody affirming me. That's why I'm telling you, you don't need it to get started. Most of you who are listening to this podcast right now, the reason why you keep reading book after book after book, going through course after course after course, right? Listening to your favorite motivational um, speakers listening to podcast after podcast is because you do not believe in yourself and you're allowing fear of people not validating you, fear of, of, of lack of support, fear that nobody will be there for you, fear that nobody will support you. You are letting that keep you stuck. But here's the thing. You can't allow that to keep you stuck. You can't allow people lack of support to keep you on edge. You have to believe in yourself. And even along the way, as you are working, there will be people that still are committed to not supporting you. People are committed to not supporting you. Why? Because you're their family member. Why? Because you're their old school mate. Why? Because you go to school with them. I remember first starting motivational speaking. 
and preaching. And, and I took it online. And my friends seen it. And they were laughing at me and discouraging me and teasing me. And it didn't stop me because I've been doing this before it ever was publicized. I was inviting my cousins over to, to uh, hold on, before I even get to that, I used to go by my Grammy, by my grandmother, every single Sunday after church. And I would stand on her concrete porch and I would speak and I would encourage and I would preach because I believe this was my calling and I would do it to who? Trees, grass, the pavement, the fence, the cars in, 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 in the parking lot slot. And I remember vividly her neighbors, my grandmother's neighbors, looking at me like I, like I was crazy, looking at me like I was odd, looking at me like they don't know what's going on, like I had a mental uh, uh, issue or like I was dealing with something mentally. And I remember that the looks on their face looking so confused of me talking to myself, of me standing. They don't know what I was doing. But I was working what was in my head. I was actually uh, 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 putting my belief in action, putting my belief in myself in action. When no one was there, I, I, oh my God, I wish my grandmother still had those videos of her sneak recording me speaking and preaching on her porch. I remember seeing those videos, but she don't have them anymore. But I started this from I was about five, six years old. And then I found out that I could post my videos onto social media. But before I got to that, I wanted to talk about how I invited my cousins over. I started to invite my cousins over, and they were the audience. I had three cousins who were willing to come, sometimes an extra one that made four. That, be my, that means my auditorium, which was my grandmother's yard at the time, was filled with four people. And that meant a lot to me. Because I, I started from speaking and practicing and declaring by myself as a young kid to actually speaking to people, my cousins that would listen. And I remember I was saying a bunch of nothing, but I felt like I was in my purpose. It's inevitable that I'm here. It's inevitable that I'm speaking, right? And so when I was about 12, 13 years old, I believe it's 12 to be exact, I found that I could upload my videos to social media. And that is when I uh, bought a shirt, I put motivational speak on it, and then I put my name on it, and I recorded the video in December, and I uploaded it on January 1st, right? January 1st, that's when I put my first video out there. And I don't know if people remember that video, I don't know if it's still up on my, on, on my Facebook page, it's definitely not on my Instagram page, but I think it's on my Facebook page still. My mom... My mommy was telling me what to say. She was actually telling me what to say word for word, and then I would cut the camera. I could barely say a full sentence properly, right? I was nervous. I didn't know what I was doing, but I knew that it was time to uh, take what I was doing in obscurity, what I was doing in secret, what I was doing in the darkness, and bring it to light, bring it to uh, build my portfolio of videos, and I started to do it weekly. And my, my mom was telling me these cliche um, motivational things to say because I asked her for the advice and I asked her for things. And she would coach me through it word for word for word until 
I put full belief and confidence in God and myself, and I believe that he has called me to do this. And I started to come up with these uh, different things, and I started to read my Bible more, and I started to preach. It was actually in the Bible, in, 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 in Proverbs, and, and, and these wise quotes in the Bible. And I would break them down on video, and I would say them on video, and I would post my own quotes, and I would post scriptures, and this is how it started. And here's the thing. No one was watching. Zero views. Zero likes. Zero support. You may be asking, Tori, what about your family members? What about your family members? What about your cousins? What about your friends? All of them are on social media. They weren't there. I didn't allow the lack of support and the lack of viewers and the lack of likes and the lack of validation determine whether I would keep going or not because I believed in me. I believed in this mission. I believed in this vision. And that is why I'm able to come on this microphone and impact, inspire, and encourage and motivate without no notes in front of me because this is in me for real, for real. I practice this for real, for real. I believe in myself for real, for real. I don't need anybody's validation. And I'm telling you this because I don't want you to think that you need anybody's validation, anybody's okay, anybody's um, 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 little push to get started. If God said it to you, if you know this is your purpose, if you feel like this is what you was called to do and created to do and made for, go and do it. Go and get it. Record the video, even though no one's going to watch. Write the book, even though no one's going to buy. Record the podcast, even though no one's going to listen. You have to start somewhere. You have to start by believing in yourself, and then you have to execute on what you say you believe. Execute on it. Stand on what you say. Hold yourself accountable. Stay committed to the words that you told yourself. For those of you that may have forgotten what I said in the beginning, I was talking about how the words believe in yourself can sometimes be overlooked and it's become a cliche term, but it still reigns true today. But believing in yourself doesn't just take a thought in your own mind of encouragement. It doesn't just take believing in yourself, like thinking something good about yourself. It doesn't take you saying something in the mirror and looking at yourself and basically affirming yourself. It takes those things, but that's not all it takes. It takes you backing up what you think and say with words. People got to look at you and say, oh man, he working hard. Oh man, he putting out podcast after podcast after podcast. Oh man, he holding himself accountable. Oh man, he doing his homework. Oh man, he he uh, applying for his own college. He's getting straight A's. He's performing better on the court. He's performing better on the field. I mean, people are not going to affirm it, but they're going to see it. And they are going to admire it from afar. I didn't even know how many students in my school admired me, admired my hard work admired my drive, admired my belief in myself, admired my confidence until years and years later, they don't go to school with me anymore. We're out of school and they're just telling me. I, be, they were committed to not telling me. 
I don't know if it was they didn't want to encourage me or gas me up or whatever, I, but I didn't need it anyway because I'm still doing it to this day. I'm still doing it. I believe in myself. I believe in the vision that God gave me. And God is on the throne of my heart. I seek his kingdom and everything else should be added. I focus on God and my relationship with God. And all of this speaking stuff, all of this purpose stuff, all of this stuff that he's about to overflow and pour out on me, the blessings that he's about to give me, is just additives. It's just extras. I'm not focused on these other things. I'm focused on God. I'm focused on being a young man with integrity. I'm focused on believing in who God has created and called and commissioned me to be. That's what I'm putting my focus in on. And to this day, to this day, there are still some people that I know that would never put their trust and support in me. And I want to disclose this, and this is not to any particular person, but I've asked people to do the podcast. And because they probably think a certain way about this podcast, because they probably think that I'm, I, I'm doing something small or this is just this little podcast or they don't believe in it or see what I see, they say they're going to do it, but they actually don't do it. And the reason why I'm still friends with them and the reason why it's okay is because I believe in myself, dog. Like, it's not, this ain't fake for me. It's like, you tell me you're going to do something, you don't show up, it's still going to get done. Do you know how many episodes that were planned out? The person didn't show up last minute. And I had to come up with words and encouragement off the dome, off the top of my head. And speak to the people that I commit myself to encourage every single week. I had to do it. It's my calling. It's what God told me to do. It's what God trusted me with. And this is not a shot at anybody. This, I, 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 it's not even about them. I want to inspire my audience that people are going to disappoint you. People are going to fail you. People are going to let you down. Don't hold it against them. I love my brothers and sisters who have, may have not shown up for me or let me down. I love y'all, by the way, if y'all listening to this part. I love y'all. I love y'all so much. But I, the work got to go on. I, I can't. See, here's the thing. There are too many people operating in offense. Some of us aren't even operating in offense. We're letting the offense keep us down. We're offended that they stood us up. We're offended that they didn't do what they say they're going to do, but you can't hold on to it much longer. You have to keep going. You have to allow God's belief in you and your belief in God and your belief in, 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 in who God has called you to be to ride you through those tough times. Yes, you're going to feel sad. And here's the thing. I've been disappointed so many times and let down so many times that I don't, I don't even allow it to affect my relationship with someone anymore. Because I understand we're all human beings. We sometimes don't honor our word. We sometimes don't honor our commitment. Even though that's not a good thing to do. And that's not a good thing to practice. Some people do it. They're only human. I can't kill them. I can't, I, I can't like just hold it over their head for the rest of their life. But I got to keep going. I got to hold myself accountable. I got to make sure that I'm doing what I said that I am going to do. I mean... This is just one of those things for me, man. This is just something that God has called me to do for real, for real. And I'm not giving up. And I'm not letting up. And I'm not quitting. I'm just not. 
whether I have one person listen to this episode or three, I'm coming back next week. This ain't about views. This ain't about intent, uh, attention. This ain't about how long someone view or listen to this episode. This is about what God has called me to do. This is about the purpose and the plan that God has for my life. I gotta. He put me here. He gave me breath in my lungs this morning. I got to execute it. Even when I don't feel like. My feelings don't predicate whether I get up or not. Whether I record this podcast or not. Down days, writer's block, depression, anxiety, through it all. I am going to do what God has called me to do. He's been too good to me. Not to at least operate in the gift he has given me. Not to at least do what he's called me to do. This is just one of those things for me. And I'm telling you that what you're believing in and for, it has to just be one of those things for you that you never give up on. You never get. Here's the thing about dreams, goals, and visions, and, and your purpose. A lot of times, the end result is often glamorized and the process is overlooked. Too many people are overlooking the process. I am too in love with the process to ever give up. I don't, here's the thing. I don't even know if I want the end result anymore, but it's going to come. Success is going to come. What God has shown me is going to come to pass, and I believe it. But I don't even know if I'm so focused on that. I'm focused on the day-to-day. I'm focused on the next episode. I'm focused on building my business turf, and that's still in the works. We ain't been on the market, social media, and on our website for a year, and it's still in the works. It's not dead, y'all. <laughs> Just because you don't see it don't mean that I'm not working on it. Queen of Beans, we back. We back doing pop-up shops. And we're, and we're working with a team of people to get some things done. I can't even say what we're getting done, but we're working on it. we only getting better. we only getting better. And I want to tell you this story. Well, not a story, but I want to tell you my experience with, with hard work. Now, I've put in hard work before. <clears throat> Hard work in that condition. Hard work in a comfortable state. <laughs> and I was at least comfortable. But I did a pop-up shop last week, or about two weeks ago. When you're listening to this, it, it would have been two weeks ago, for International Coffee Day. And I, you know, I pack all the things in the car. I take everything out. I lift those heavy tables. We have this heavy, heavy, heavy table that I have to get out of my uh, uh, grandmother's, like, Back, back of our car, because our car, she have a long car, and so we put this like big table, stationary table, at our pop-up shops, and I move that, of course, with the help of my grandmother and my mommy, and I bring the tables out, and I set up the tent and all it, all of these things, <clears throat> and I said, bro, I, I said to myself, I said, I don't know how long I can do this. I was thinking to myself at the pop-up shop, I don't know how long. I can continue, like I was drenched in sweat before I could even serve a cup of coffee. And I had to clean up myself. I said, I don't, I don't know how long I could, I could keep this up. Maybe you have to cut the pop-up shop days, you have to cut the pop-up shop days short. 
maybe do it every two two Saturdays in a month. And then I got home, took a shower, washed my hair, went out for something to eat, and I said, I got to do it again. Because I loved the way I felt. It was so rewarding to know that I got through those tedious tasks, to know that I didn't complain, to feel the feeling of not buckling under pressure was the best thing ever for me. And that's why I'm not going to quit. And that's why I'm not going to give up. And I hope my experience that I shared with you just now inspired you to, even if you have to get it out of the mud, even if you got to get a little messy, even if your hands got to get a little dirty, even if you have to go in atmospheres and in places where uh, you're not comfortable in, even if you have to get down on your knees and get it, go get it. I want that experience right there to inspire you. And there are some people out there who listen to this podcast who are already doing it. And I want to tell you to keep going. I mean, I just got a thrill. I just got a rush. I was like, I got to do it again. I'm falling in love with the process. I remember starting this and I was like, well, God, why can't the end result come any faster? Like, and, and in the process of me working on my goals and dreams, in the process of me preaching and, and encouraging people and, and speaking, my father passed away. And I, I, I asked God, and this is the first and last time I've ever questioned God, I was like, why did this happen to me and I'm serving you? I didn't get an answer. I'm, I'm being honest. I didn't get an answer. But I trusted God's process that he was taking me through. And I can't lie to you. I, I don't, I didn't grieve regularly. Everybody was looking at me and saying, Tark, why don't you cry? Why don't you just grieve? Why don't you just holler? Why don't you just scream? Let it out. Um, look at the dead body. They was forcing me to do all of these grieving formalities. Things that they've seen other people do. And I just couldn't do it. I just feel like God was working something on the inside of me. Of course I cried in private and secret moments. And of course I fell to my knees and I felt defeated. But the grieving process was so different for me. I feel like instead of being torn, torn down, I was being built up. Instead of feeling this was the end, I felt like it was just the beginning. And I'm so thankful that my daddy lived for as long as he lived. For, I'm so thankful that he parented me and led me for as long as he did. It was all in the plan, the will, and the purpose of God. I feel more whole than I've ever felt. And I didn't feel like that when my father first passed away. But I, I just feel like this, like this sense of, I just feel like God is closest to me. I just feel like he's, has his, he has his hands over me. I feel like God is watching over me. These are the things that I feel. And like, I can't shake the feeling. And so I feel like I, like, I got to keep going. I got to keep honoring my commitment. I got to keep honoring what God told me to do. What he showed me. From the beginning. And, and I don't want to make this about me. I, I don't want you to get caught up in my story and in my experiences. This is not to feel sorry for me. <laughs> nah. Like, no. This is about you. This is about you believing in you. This is about you believing what God said about you. You cannot believe about, you, you, you cannot believe what people say about you more or over what God says about you. 
And here's the thing. This is so good. Sometimes God validates us and tells us what we need to be doing. But we look around and see the absence of people and feel the lack of support. And we immediately remove our focus of what God said to do. Trust me, if God said to do it, if God gave you the vision, if he's created you for it, if he's called you to it, he will give you the strength to make it through. He will give you the vision. He will give you the play-by-play. Here is the thing. I don't know what the next four years, five years of this podcast is going to look like. But I know as long as I stay close to God, he is going to give me play-by-play on how to get through this, on how to execute, on how to work and operate in my purpose. And I believe that he's going to do the same thing for you. So, while I'm telling, I'm telling you, I'm putting in the work. And I'm telling you too, you got to put in the work if you've never put in the work. If you're putting in the work, you got to be consistent with putting in the work. <laughs> Support's going to come. Support's going to, and, 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 and let me tell you this, don't allow you not getting support. See, it may take some time. It may be five years, 10 years, 15 years with not a peak of success in sight, with no support, with nobody cheering you on, with nobody liking your posts. But don't give up. You have to truly believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. Too many of us, we believe in the vision. We believe in, uh, not, sorry, not the vision. We believe in the outcome. That's what I was about to say. We believe in the outcome more than we believe in ourselves and the vision and the process. Because you keep fantasizing about the outcome and oh boy what is gonna be like when i finally make it what is it gonna be like when i when people finally hear my music what is it gonna be like be like when i finally get on the nba court what is it gonna be like when i finally become a d1 athlete what is gonna be when i finally on the big stage singing rapping speaking preaching whatever it is nah you gotta believe in you and in turn you got to believe in the process I hope that this podcast episode inspired you and motivated you in some way. I don't ever want you to take believing in you for lightly ever again. That is powerful. I believe believing in you is like the fuel to the engine that's going to make you succeed. I I just believe that like if you don't believe in you, who will? Who will? Who will? Will. So you got to believe in you first. You got to start with you. Believe. Here's the thing. Believe in your capabilities too. Believe that you're capable of succeeding. Don't allow the people that didn't succeed around you to make you think that it's impossible for you. I'm going to say it again. Do not allow the people that haven't succeeded around you Make you feel like you can't succeed at it. What are you? You're not capable of doing it. No. When you are committed, when you're committed to your relationship with God, 
when you're committed to believing in yourself and when you're committed to uh, hard work and getting the job done, you will succeed. I've seen so many people make success look complicated. So many people make success, oh, you have to wake up this time in the day and it's 10 steps and you have to write in the journal. No, sir. Nope, 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 nope. You know how many people are doing that stuff that they learn in the course and ain't getting no sales because they haven't put in no work because they haven't put because they haven't launched the website. Uh, you think I'm allowing any gatekeeper <laughs> who don't want me to succeed, who gatekeeping and trying to control my mind, hold me back and tell me. I have to do all of these different formalities to become successful. No, it's not going to happen. I've already started from since I was young, and I am going to continue. And I just enjoy the process, and I just want you to know, enjoy the process. Believe in yourself. Believe that you can do it. Believe before other people believe. And here's the thing. People are going to want to reap the fruits of your labor. People are going to want to be around for that. Trust me, they may not believe in you, but they're going to come around. Watch your circle, watch who believing in you, watch who hating on you, watch who ain't believing in, 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 in the vision. Right? <laughs> believe in you. Put that work in. Allow what you, like, make what you think about yourself and what you believe about yourself in your mind. Make sure it aligns with the action that you're taking. Make sure that you actually take an action on it. I hope this inspired somebody, encouraged somebody to get started. The last thing that I want to tell you before you get started, you will not have all the answers. You will not have everything figured out, but you still have to start. I am inspiring you. I'm inspiring you and encouraging you without even making it to where I want to make it yet. But I know where I started. And I know that it was only the belief in myself and the fire that God put on me, put in me, and the anointing that God put in me that got me through those times of nobody seeing me, of nobody wanting to hear me, of nobody caring about nothing that I had to say. But I was still confident. I was still confident. And I know I keep saying one last thing, but for one last thing. Speaking and encouraging people and motivating, motivating people and preaching the gospel in my generation is not that easy. I've had people laugh at me as I was speaking, as I was preaching, as I was encouraging them. And I get it often. And even when I first started, people were chuckling and laughing at me and, and, and giving me the side eye, thinking that I'm not cool or I don't fit in. And that's okay because I've never fit in. <laughs> that's, that's really okay. That's really fine. But I, I, when I look back on it, I never allowed that to stop me. I, sta- I stood flat-footed in the front of an audience and I either motivate and inspire or have preached the gospel without wavering without getting nervous see see like i used to get butterflies in my stomach when i speak to people and now 
I have such confidence in God that he's going to use me and work in me that I'm not afraid anymore. I got to do what he's called me to do. And they just got to laugh through it. Truthfully, who can hold their composure the longest? May not be the people in the audience or the people that are my age laughing and chuckling, but I'm going to keep my composure because I'm focused and I'm driven and I believe in myself. There are going to be people that laugh at you and think that you're crazy for wanting to be a D1 athlete. Right? Thinking that you could ever get on the court, ever get on the track, ever get on the field. They're going to think you're crazy for wanting to be a photographer and wanting to take pictures on the red carpet of celebrities. They're going to think you're crazy for wanting to go in these certain rooms that people don't usually get in. But once you believe in yourself and you keep working, you are going to get there. You're going to get there. (laughs) Just like me, bro. (laughs) I ain't there yet. I ain't where I want to be yet. But I ain't letting nobody's disbelief in me. I ain't letting nobody's lack of support in me. I ain't allowing no one trying to make like, like these jokes or, or laugh at me or, or call me crazy, stop me, or deter me. We're going to get episode after episode. And I'm going to speak at multiple venues. And I'm going to make sure that my businesses are successful. And I'm going to make sure that I'm a young man of integrity. And I'm going to make sure that I treat people right with respect and with love as I'm called to, I'm going to make sure that I fix me and that I get me right. I don't have any time to judge anybody else. I don't have any time to look at anybody else. You do you on social media. You talk about what's going on in the world. Like, you gossip. You do, you do you. And I'm going to be here working on what God has called me to do. Same thing you should be doing. Stay focused. Don't waver. Believe in you. Let's get it. Let's go. Thank you all so much for listening. If you would like to support, leave a five-star rating. Subscribe to the podcast so that you get a notification every single Friday when we upload these podcast episodes. And also leave a review if you want to go the extra mile if you'd like. That helps people to see what other people are saying about the podcast episode. And hopefully they'll listen just by seeing your review. Continue to support. Continue to come continue to come back every single week we'll have better content and better talks and better conversations every single week i believe in you and you should believe in you too i love you i love all of you peace see you next week